In 2014, NPR published its episode number 590 on the Planet Money podcast, and that episode highlights an irony. One of the biggest gym chains in the US, Planet Fitness, signed up a total of 6000 members even though it had a capacity to hold just 300 people. So the question is, why would any business sign up more members than its capacity? Well, the answer is simple, because most of us don't show up for what we commit to. Hey, you're listening to the Gray Matter show and this is your host Pukit and Santosh. We hope you guys had a fun-filled holidays. Today, we bring to you a new episode on the Gray Matter show. According to Goals Gym, its traffic jumps around 40% between December and January and it slows down towards the end of January. With the first month of the year, a lot of us have New Year's resolutions and goals. Statistics show us that 80% of the resolutions fail by second week of February. That's just a month and a half after they start on the goals journey. In today's episode, we'll talk about how to set goals and how to stick with the plan to achieve those goals. So, first things first, Santosh, how do you go about goal setting in a way that is not nerve-wracking or intimidating? Well, I think it's really important to keep it simple. and the beginning point in goal setting exercise to keep it simple should be to identify the areas of life in which you want to see improvements pulkit and uh, how do you specifically find out about those areas so i personally divide different areas of life into four basic pillars of success health wealth social and spiritual and i think uh, depending on everybody's priority they can divide their areas of life into the pillars they want to to live an enriching life it's important that we feel abundance in each of the areas of life that we identify so ideally we should have goals set for these areas of life example of health goals could be losing certain pounds in weight eating healthy quit smoking and example of wealth goals would be to save certain amount of money get rid of credit card debt or personal debts increase savings define career goals take vacations more often and so on and then social goals could be to find the right partner to build a network which you can tap into when you need it and then finally spiritual goals can range from instituting a practice of yoga and meditation to volunteering at a soup kitchen so after you have identified the major areas in life where you want to make improvements the next step is to set goals and from my research and observations pulkit successful people are mindful of a few points when they are setting a goals for example they make sure that they don't have more than two or three goals for each area because having too many goals demands us distributing our focus and energy between those goals and the secret to achieving a goal is to have a laser like focus and to take massive action so we should focus only on a few tasks at our hand give them undivided attention and take massive action and then the other point they make sure is that they set goals which are called smart goals so i know you refer to smart goals a lot in lot of your goal setting exercise pulkit and you personally use it can you share your experience with the smart goals yeah absolutely man thanks for uh, bringing that up so i personally like acronyms like i've been a fan of acronyms since i don't know grad school or sometime acronyms basically help you to summarize big concepts into small chunks of information so smart like you said smart is a good framework for goal defining so s in smart stands for specific meaning that the goals should be specific in terms of what you want to achieve the more specific that your 
goals are, the higher the chance that you will achieve that specific goal. So instead of saying, I want to be wealthy, be specific in terms of how much exact wealth in terms of dollars, say, you know, $10,000 a month. And then you should also be specific about how you are going to bring in those specific dollars. So for example, this could be like a sample goal that I want to earn $10,000 a month by selling a new software product, such as a new photo editing software, which automates portrait mode based on the lighting and zoom conditions. Bring this example up because I like photography and I like the portrait mode feature that's there in iPhone recently. So to sure. get your creative mind working in terms mm -hmm. of, okay, uh, this is how it actually can be done. Your initial point about specificity could or could not be right. Like you, you can obviously have feedback mechanisms to right. go back and address that, but at least you start with an idea like this is what I will do and this is how I plan to achieve it. Got it. M in SMART, which is the second alphabet, M stands for measurable, meaning that a goal should be set in a way that it can be broken down into elements in which you can see the progress each day or each week. So only when you see yourself progressing across you know, time and the constraints, you will be motivated enough to continue walking the path to achieve the end results. If you sure. can't measure it, you won't be able to improve it. Set the goals where you can specifically measure your progress. That's S and M. Then A. A is the third alphabet. A stands for achievable, meaning the goal should be achievable based on the constraints that you are working under. Wow. So this seems interesting, Pulkit. How do you know whether a goal is achievable? Because life presents itself with unique constraints. How do you put or identify constraints to work with? Yeah, that is a great you know, question. And that's something that I have to deal with. And I guess anybody who sets goal, whether yeah. it's, you know, even like a simple goal to attend a specific meeting or event, you can always be late to that event. You can go early and not be able to do your previous tasks, things like that. So one example could be like one of your goals could be to double your income in a month. In this particular case, you have to ask yourself whether with all the constraints and the resources that you have, can you double your income in a month? In this case, the constraints that you have would be basically time and skill set. So do you have the skill set to move on to say a new job or open right. up a business that yeah. will be able to add 100% to your income? Mm -hmm. If not, how much time would it take for you to get to that place? Do you right. need to have any particular skill that you need to learn? If right. so, is it easy to learn or is it hard to learn? How much time will it take for you to learn it? So sure. it's basically good to set stretch and ambitious goals, but at the same time, they should be achievable so that your focus and your cognition and your imagination, it can be worked upon. So it's almost like an art, you know, setting the goal that is, you know, challenging, but at the same time, it seems achievable. Yeah. Smart, right? So S M. A and then R. R stands for relevant, meaning the goal that you're trying to achieve should have some sort of a relevance to you. It should be important to you so right. that you can be emotional about it, right? Unless the goal that you're talking about, it does not align with the values or your vision for a better life, you will lose mm -hmm. the passion and the energy. For example, you have a better chance of losing weight if 
if you want to ask your crush out on a date rather than just trying to lose weight <laughs> that's a good example for relevance i yeah. totally agree <laughs> the last alphabet is t in smart t stands for time bound yeah. Yeah. meaning you should always have a end date given to your goal jim rohn um, who was a great motivational speaker of the 80s and the 90s he used to say this thing that without deadlines a goal is just a wish so i remember uh, yeah without uh, specific deadlines and end dates we mm. won't be able to take massive action so right. have specific timelines defined for you to keep energy inside of your goals to continue to work on those goals wow wow so so be smart when you're setting goals right specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound that's smart i want to add to more goal setting frameworks toolkit which are more or less related to each other and these frameworks allow us to stretch our imagination and set ambitious goals the first framework is a very popular goal setting method that a lot of companies follow mm-hmm. and it is called bhag b h a g uh, again it's a, it's an acronym which stands for big hairy audacious goals these goals are created to focus on a single medium to long term organization wide goal which is audacious and likely to be questionable by the external world i believe that all of us should have one or two bhag goals these can be one or two things which we want to achieve ultimately in life for example one of the bhag goals could be to be a speaker at a ted event or to represent your country at world economic forum in davos bhag goals stretch your comfort zone and make you think laterally and creatively to achieve those goals bhag mm. goals make you operate at a different level and make you perform at your peak awesome that sounds really interesting santosh how do you exactly define lateral thinking like you spoke about lateral thinking and i was you know thinking about creativity so how do you exactly define lateral thinking well most of the time we solve a problem in a linear fashion lateral literally means sideways so mm-hmm. the idea the idea behind lateral thinking is that you don't think in a linear fashion but look sideways find indirect approach and hacks to solve a problem let me give you a specific example in 2014 the hipster band wolfpack they wanted to fund one of their concert tours and one way to raise the fund was to ask his fan to crowdfund the tour that would be an example of linear thinking that you ask your fans to fund your tour mm-hmm. but in but instead what wolfpack did they made a fake album called sleepify it had several short tracks each one completely silent they released that album on spotify and asked his fan to uh, to stream sleepify on repeat while they they were sleeping so now according to spotify's business model it pays the band half a cent for every song someone streams this way wolfpack was able to raise $20000 not from his fans but from spotify so lateral thinking is a way to shun old way of thinking and find creative solutions to a problem damn that is a crazy story each time i hear this i just can't think if i were in their situation it would have been yeah. really hard for me to come up with this interesting that's really good and especially their name sleepify which is you know almost goes with the name of spotify, spotify. itself that's that's interesting very interesting yeah. so uh, what's the second framework that you are talking about yeah yeah the the second framework is also a very popular framework in goal setting and it's called 10x rule 
10x rule is followed by many great uh, performers, successful leaders, athletes, business gurus, and companies as well. Basically, the 10x rule says that you should set goals that are 10 times greater than you think you can achieve. And you should take actions that are 10 times greater than you think are necessary to achieve your goals. So if you think, Pulkit, the biggest mistake most people make in life, including me, is not setting goals high enough. Big goals inspire us to take massive actions and they are not unachievable. So 10x rule works because of a psychological phenomena called negativity bias, which basically means that we human beings are more motivated to take action to avoid any loss or pain rather than to make gains. And not meeting a set goal or predefined goal is a loss at psychological level. So we try to take actions enough only just to reach our goals and not to go beyond our goals. So if we set goals that are 10x greater or 10 times greater, we are motivated to take actions to reach uh, those 10x goals, which will be beyond our normal goals. So in other words, it's kind of shoot for the stars. If you fail, you land on the moon. Mm, that's interesting, Sandosh. So let's actually take a pause here and try to understand how A in an in, um, achievable, uh, right. the the wobble A in achievable for smart goals. How smart does goal. it basically contrast with the stretch goal in, you know, 10X or BHAT goal? Like, aren't they like, they sound like they are completely opposite. At high level, yeah, they sound completely opposite, but they are not opposite to each other. In fact, stretch goals are achievable goals too. 10X okay. goals or BHAG goals are achievable. Most of the time, we limit our imaginations to only what has been achieved in the past or what we have achieved in the past. But if we set stretch goals, we find creative ways to achieve them. Let me give one example. Henry Ford asked its engineers to build an engine with eight cylinders cast in one block. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you must be knowing about that story. Yeah, it's like a famous, Very famous uh, story, uh, yeah. story. Yeah, The engineers tried several times and always came back with a response that it was simply impossible to cast an eight-cylinder engine block in one piece. And Henry Ford always responded with, uh, produce it anyway. So ultimately, after trying lo a lot of creative methods and trying a lot of ways, engineers were able to produce the famous V8 motor. So stretch goals are not unachievable, as Henry Ford showed his engineers. But stretch goals require us to stretch our imaginations and think outside the box to come up with a solution. Hmm. Interesting. So... Basically, 10x goal or BHAG goal, they expect us to stretch beyond the box that we are, you know, accustomed to, you know, thinking yes. about it. So yes. they are achievable still, mm -hmm. but in a different, uh, you know, realm of imagination. Right. Awesome. So these are, you know, some of the techniques that you shared, Santosh, that we can use to setting the goals. Let's talk a bit about how to stay the course, because I think once we define the goal, the hard part, you know, comes about implementation. Like I remember setting a few goals last year or even, you know, six months because I I don't really believe in the idea of setting the goal for an entire year mm -hmm. because it's got 
a very long feedback loop so i usually set my goals for you know quarters that i can basically course correct each time that i come back to the quarter and then i see okay what yeah. have i done right and what have i done wrong so uh, how do we stay the course like after we we have defined our our goals those goals they fall under smart as well as you know 10x and bhag what do we do next good question pulkit so what i have observed is that having a systems built around your goals is the easiest and most effective way to reach your goals let's say your goal is to lose 10 pounds in next 3 months so instead of just having a routine to go to the gym and eat right you should set up your environment in a way that it makes easier to follow that lifestyle or routine so in addition to going going consciously to gym and eating right i'd remove all the junk food from my kitchen i'd remove all the processed food and beverages from my fridge I'll keep myself hydrated. I'll keep one water bottle with me all the time. I'll have an accountability partner or a gym partner who'll hold me accountable if I miss working out one day. So the bottom line is create a system uh, or environment which helps you achieve your goal. Having a system around your goals helps uh, remove conscious decision making which depletes your willpower. The more decision you have to make and the more things you have to remember to stick to your goals the more are the chances of failure because of decision fatigue and willpower depletion so having a system automates most of the decision making so that most of your energy is spent on taking actions to meet those goals pulkit oh interesting so systems work better than the decisions that i have to make every day i always thought i can make smart decisions every day well uh, that's true in most of the cases we all are capable of making smart and quality decisions but if we make lot of decisions on a given day the quality of those decisions degrades it's because we have a limited supply of willpower daily and we deplete that willpower reserve every time we make any decision so a hack to make better decision pulkit is to automate most of the things in our daily lives or we create a system where we don't have to use our willpower in making trivial decisions but use it to make critical decisions and that's one of the reasons steve jobs always wore a black turtleneck he didn't want to waste his energy every morning in deciding what to wear mm that makes perfect sense thanks for sharing that so let's see another you know technique uh, that i have used to stay the course another concept that i have personally tried and works really well it's called the 1% rule it basically means that you take actions daily which can basically get you closer to your goal by at least 1% in other words just improve 1% every day uh, there are many real life examples who have achieved massive success following this straightforward simple rule for example john grisham the famous suspense and crime novelist today he was a busy lawyer believe it or not with a full time job and couple of young kids like he had a heavy professional responsibility and a personal life which you know consumed a lot of his time in the late 1980s he started to write his first novel and for the next 3 years he woke up 5 am every day just to write a page of what would become his first best selling novel a time to kill so 1% progress on improvement every day every day finally stacks up quickly and you know it creates like a compound effect to create massive success wow so true so true pulkit so 1% rule is very interesting and powerful concept as you said if we improve 1% every day the habit behavior or results compound every day 
uh, it doubles every 72 days and not every 100 days. That's the power of compounding. And that's how you achieve breakthroughs in your life. A practical example of 1% rule would be to learn, you know, to ride a bike. Do you recall the time when you were learning to ride a bike as a kid? Every day you try to learn something more and more, right? Each time that you used to fell, you used to get frustrated. Like, why the hell can't I still learn to ride a bike? Like, what's the <laughs> black black yeah. magic behind it? Like, But yeah. all of a sudden, one day, uh, you could ride your bike without falling. Voila. That was all the 1% progress compounded over a period of time. And your brain intuitively could hack this entire you know process of uh, how to ride a bike that's how the one percent rule works yeah yeah that's a great example and and that's exactly how i learned riding my bike falling many times and all of a sudden one day i was able to ride the bike that sounds sounds good yeah awesome so uh, we discussed the strategies to set goals and techniques to stay the course so listeners, try to use these goal-setting strategies for three weeks and let us know how will it work for you. We'd love to hear your experience. We are on Facebook as The Grey Matter Show. It's grey with an A, not an E. And our Twitter handle is at Grey Matter Group. Now let's switch gear and discuss some of the most common pitfalls that we should avoid in setting goals. Uh, yeah, uh, let's discuss uh, some common pitfalls that I observed many of us make while setting goals, and I've been guilty of of it myself. So number one, don't let the lack of resources or skill sets stop you from setting a goal. While setting goals, most of us also start thinking how we will achieve those goals. And as a result, we restrict ourselves to goals that we think we can achieve with the resources we have. Don't fall into that trap. Decouple goal setting and how to achieve those goals in two different steps. Only once you have set the goals that align with your values and ambitions, move on to the next step of identifying resources to achieve those goals. If you lack certain skill set or resources, you can always learn or hire someone or build a team with the required skill set to help you complete your goals. So that was number one pitfall to avoid. Number two is uh, don't focus on something that you cannot control. I've been guilty of it myself. Most of us spend too much energy focusing on something that we cannot control. Uh, instead of that, focus on what we can control. For example, if you if your goal is to speak at a seminar, don't focus on the outcome or whether your audience will like your speech, your accent, etc. Instead, focus on your preparation and creating a great content. Uh, number three, don't seek perfection always. Sometimes we don't ship a product or keep working on a product because it's not perfect. Avoid seeking perfection. Remember, done is better than perfect. You can always iterate, come back to the old version of product and make it better. But it's important to complete what you started. It's important to ship what you built. Yes, Santosh, I can uh, totally agree with what you're saying because I have this habit of thinking to write perfect emails. Mm. So believe it or not, each time I receive an email and I want to make sure like every angle of each, you know, person's questions, which can be the follow-up question to my email that's answered preemptively by a single email of mine. So, you know what, I spent like a lot of time writing these perfect emails, mm. uh, but I've seen that most people, most of the times don't even read emails. 
let alone long emails if you write a long email the chance of a person reading it is like almost zero so an email nowadays is like a text a quick response is a million times better than a detailed email sent after say you know taking three times four times the time required to type it out yeah i have one more um, pitfall that i've seen most of people fall into yeah people set goals that don't align with uh, with their values and passions so don't don't set a goal that doesn't align with your values or passion because it takes a lot of energy and focus to keep pushing ahead and deal with setbacks or failures uh, you face when you are chasing your goals so if your goals don't align with your values or passion uh, you won't persevere enough and quit in the middle there are many other mistakes that i personally made while setting goals but these four are the most common that i have encountered so with that i think now we should uh, discuss some hack around goals as well pulkit you are one of the hack freak pers i've known so what are some of the common hacks that you use around goal to make it more effective yeah absolutely so uh, i'll basically you know touch upon four specific hacks that can help us to keep inspired in uh, pursuit of our specific goals first of all have a vision board in your room which you can see at least two times a day before you go to bed and after you wake up so add you know pictures of places where you want to go for vacation or the cars that you want to drive your dream house etc so our mind thinks in pictures so having a vision board with pictures will prime your subconscious mind to keep working towards your goal that's one second is fear setting believe it or not fear is a uh, very very powerful psychological hack and it helps you to overcome the idea of making difficult choices to achieve your goal so fear setting is opposite of goal setting where you visualize all the bad things that could happen to you if you don't achieve your goal for example you might have been thinking of quitting your stressful job so to motivate you to take action make a list of all the bad things that can happen due to inaction you might not be able to give time to your family you will be miserable etc that, uh, that's an interesting one pulkit uh, i've read about fear setting it's used a lot by stoics and it's really a great effective hack what are a few other hacks that you follow another hack is that you can take like a 50 dollar bill and stick it to the wall calendar where you can see it every day stick uh, to it like a date by which you want to assign a goal so basically you take that 50 dollar bill and you tag it with the goal so if you don't achieve your goal by then burn the 50 dollar bill this technique works because uh, we are strongly motivated to act to avoid any loss so this psychological phenomena is called loss aversion and uh, what we are essentially doing with that 50 dollar bill is uh we are you know giving us a strong visual cue in which we see that 50 dollar bill every day and uh, if we are not able to achieve our goal then we burn it off in ashes like basically literally money yeah. going in flames yeah fourth thing is identify the most important task i you know call it as mit most important task that aligns with your goal and uh, you do it first thing in the morning so we are at our cognitive best for about 2 to 3 hours after we wake up obviously it can vary from you know person to person but whatever the 
best time of your day is like uh, i think 70 to 80% the first two to three hours are the most cognitively focused time so if you can't give two to three hours maybe give uh, the first one to two hours you know try to wake up a bit early before your work and things like that so that you can do the most important task first thing in the morning how do you identify the mit so you'll have to ask yourself if i will be away for the next two month what is that one task that i need to you know complete today before i go away wow wow those are really some great hacks pokit listeners try these hacks in your goal setting and while in pursuit of your goals and let us know how they worked for you again our facebook page is the gray matter show and it's gray with an a and our twitter handle is at the rate gray matter group we end this episode with a parting thought the only thing standing between you and your goal is the story you keep telling yourself if you haven't been able to achieve what you dreamt of it's a time to change them to stories that serve you and empower you with those thoughts we are done for today's episode see you in the next episode see you guys